0: Have you ever feared a sound? Sounds in movies, songs, or games have a way of making you feel a certain emotion, whether it be an ambiance in a horror film that sets the mood for a perfect jump scare, or a sound effect of a lightning strike cracking through a neighboring tree. Sounds give you little clues about a story without having to see a thing. I'm told that choosing the right sound to play the part can be difficult because you don't want the audience to laugh at you. As a director of sounds, you have to find the Goldilocks of sounds, the one that's just right. Anyway, I only learned about this because many years ago, I was stuck in the middle of a forest, afraid of a real sound. From Jennifer's Science Class and Made at Home Studios, I'm Ametha Stegbauer, and this is Kind of Science. After dinner on Wednesday night, my camp director, Bugsy, announced that we will be playing Hounds and Hares for the all-camp event. Kids all across the diner hall cheered in excitement. This was going to be a blast. This is our favorite game. Each of our cabin groups left to get changed in the most sneaky clothes. Most were greens or blacks, to blend in with the woods, of course. You could hear the kids whispering as anticipation of the game got more intense. Kids were all circled up outside the main lodge to start of the game. Children were wiping black stripes across their cheeks to get ready for the war. Bugsy let the hares go first to find their hiding spots inside the fire road. The hares were marked with a ribbon around their wrists or ankles to indicate that they were to be found. My two friends, Shanae, Emily, and I decided that we were going to run as fast as we could to get as far as we could. As soon as we heard the campbell ring, we knew that the hounds had been released, free, to come find us. We continued running until it felt like we were entering a new part of the land, where all the trees were in straight rows, almost like a horror movie. It seemed like no one was even around us, which, at the time, was a good thing, because then we weren't going to get caught. Eventually, the campbell started to ring, It seemed rather faint, though. We started running towards the sound because we knew that meant someone was hurt or in trouble. As we got closer to the fire road, we could hear our camp director yelling our names. Suddenly, we realized we were the ones in trouble. We started yelling back and telling them to keep yelling, that it was helping us get back to the road. We followed the sound of their voices until we could see all the counselors once again. We walked back to the main lodge, and everyone was glad we were okay. I hugged all of my cabin friends, but quickly pulled aside to be told that we must be more careful in the future. It's like they didn't believe us. They thought we did it on purpose. I was just glad that we were able to hear the sound from where we were. It saved our lives. Can you believe that? A sound. A sound saved us from being lost in the woods for hours. The next day... We walked around the fire road, you know, the main road around the camp, as a hiking activity. And there it was, the white spider tree. The white spider tree that indicated where we had crossed just the night before. When we were being sneaky, we ran right across the road without even realizing this dirt trail was in fact the fire road. Our campgrounds were centered around this single road that looped around in a circle called the Fire Road. We were supposed to stay inside the Fire Road, but at some point, we crossed over that road and into the creepy, straight tree-lined forest that was just outside our reaches. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Super Science Story, Saved by the Bell. Tune in next week to hear Mother Nature's new hit single, Summer Sings. Submit your Super Science Story to supersciencestories.com. I'm Amethyst Dickbauer and this is Kind of Science.